1: front of the net, to McDavid, Scott There's number 50. Nugent Hopkins did not like that hit on Kyler Yamamoto and lands a clubbing right hand that fells just in
0: Menton's Home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins, brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law.
1: Oh my goodness, 33 degrees. 33 degrees. It is hot today. What a day here in late August. How about this one? I find this kind of amusing. It's so hot, the cows are producing evaporated milk. I googled it's so hot jokes, because I couldn't come up with any on my own. So I found this website, 56 sizzling it's so hot jokes. Uh, They're not all sizzling, not all 56 of them. Some of them are pretty good. It's so hot, even my wife's heart is melting. Here's another one. It's so hot, I bought a loaf of bread, and by the time I got home, it was toast. That's how hot it is. I'll get to some of these throughout the show, hopefully for your listening amusement. I'll tell you what, that'll be our off-topic topic today. Why don't you contribute your own it's so hot joke? So it's so hot... And then you fill in the rest. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. 63 That's the hotline presented by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed, pro all the way. You can also text and I imagine we'll get a lot of these submissions by text or even email, which is inside sports at 630TED.com. You can also message me on Twitter at Reed Wilkins, R-E-I-D-W-I-L-K-I-N-S. So it's so hot. Blankety, blank, blank, whatever you want. Uh, I I like that first one I read. It's so hot the cows are producing evaporated milk. I got a whole bunch of them. Not all of them are very good. It's so hot E.L. James titled her next book, 50 Shades of Red. Is that from those 50 Shades of Red? Those are kind of naughty books, aren't they, Kellen? A
0: little bit on the saucy side. (laughs)
1: A little bit on the, on the saucy side. Yes, I, I, I believe when you go to the, the library or the bookstore, so you kind of pull the uh, clerk aside. Or you go up and you might ask, oh, uh, could you show me where your reference materials are? And then as you're being led to that section, you kind of pull them aside. And you say, actually, um, I was wondering where the saucy books are. Now, they might take you to the cooking section, depending on your demeanor when asking the question. All right, so it's so hot blank let us know 7804960063 this is going to be incredibly hilarious or incredibly terrible kellen one of one or the other as is usually the case with our off topic topics thanks <laughs> a lot for tuning in tonight it is uh, of course the uh, lead up to the labor day classic which is on this very station on monday 3:30 for the countdown to kick off the game will start at 5 the elks who have won two in a row a modest win streak after losing their first nine games of the season against the Calgary Stampeders who are uh, not doing well themselves. They are three and eight. They have the most porous defense in the Canadian football league. So an opportunity for Trey Ford and the offense to go to work against the Stampeders and keep the Elks playoff hopes alive. They are still in last place. They're going to have to pass three teams. To uh, to get in either through the west or through a crossover, uh, well, they'd have to pass two teams, I suppose, in the west. But they're already three games behind Saskatchewan, and the Riders have a game in hand, and the Riders have the tiebreaker. So I'm really talking about Calgary at three and eight, Hamilton at four and six, Ottawa at three and eight. Hamilton plays Toronto on Monday. Heavily favored will be Toronto in that game. They're 8-1. and one. The uh, Ottawa Red Blacks, who the Elks beat on Sunday, do not play this coming weekend. So a quick overview of how the standings are looking there. Uh, always, uh, I love the Labor Day game. So many great memories of watching that game. And then, of course, the rematch here in Edmonton. It has been uh, a series dominated by the Stampeders Lately. Well, more than lately. 16 years, I think, is more than lately. The Stamps have won 13 of the last 16 games. The overall series on Labor Day, 30 wins apiece with one tie. 30 wins apiece with one tie, though a, a lot of Calgary lately. At, at one point, they won eight in a row in this 16-game stretch, so they've won 13 of the last uh, 16. We will have Tom Higgins on the show after the 6.30 news who coached on both sides of this series. He coached Edmonton from 01 to 04, went 3-1 and on Labor Day, then uh, was fired by the Eskimos, went to Calgary, and uh, was there 05 to 07, and he went 2-1 and in the Labor Day games there. Um, so and He was involved, I don't know how many people remember this, in 2003, there was, I, I hesitate to call it a full on brawl, but it was much more physical and confrontational than you will usually see in football.
0: It was a rumble.
1: I went back and watched it on uh, YouTube today. Ricky Ray ran out of bounds, got shoved, kind of had to hurdle over a bench and knocked over a, a Gatorade, one of those big Gatorade jugs as he went out of bounds. Uh, Davis Sanchez was heavily involved uh, for Calgary. I mean, a lot of players were heavily involved, but Davis Sanchez was really getting in there for the stamps. Ed Hervey was kicked out of the game. Remember, he uh, knocked down the official or whatever happened there, so it was a lengthy uh, delay with penalties both ways, and Hervey getting tossed out, uh, led off the field by by, by Dave Jameson, who was uh, with the team as as the, uh, I guess he was Communications, Media Relations. I can't remember his exact title. So uh, Higgins was coaching in that game. It was right on the sidelines where it happened. So we'll get some of those memories and catch up with Tom. He's always fun to have on the show. Um, I I think optimism to a degree i'm i mean here's the thing about the elks everybody knows the record we we had extensive elks chat on the show last night a a lot of people happy about a couple of wins finally that's a relief um good vibe at commonwealth stadium on sunday i know there were a couple people yesterday saying well why why are we praising this team i'm like look (laughs) when you win you still got to give them credit you you, you, we know what the record is we know it's going to be tough but they're finally doing some things that we were wishing they could do all season long like move the ball like complete passes like actually score points which remember they failed to do in two games this season so yes the, the record is still not great the odds are this will still likely be a non-playoff season but i, I personally i feel a little more energized watching the games i feel hey they got a chance. They're probably going to move the ball. Trey Ford's probably going to make some plays. They can get after a team like Calgary who are, who isn't very good themselves. So, yeah, I, I'm not saying they've suddenly become a Grey Cup contender, but I think they've become a team that is more exciting, more competent offensively, and at least gives you hope to say, hey, maybe, maybe they can make a run here and keep it interesting down the stretch. So, yeah, that's the Labor Day series, 30 Wins a piece, though uh, the Stampeders have won 13 of the last 16. One of the things last week I didn't get to talk about this because I was on uh, on holidays, but of course Evan Bouchard got the uh, new deal with the Edmonton Oilers, and I, I really I think and look, does he have his flaws? Yes, everybody has their flaws, but I, I really liked what Matthias Ekholm said at the end of the season, is that you can't put Evan Bouchard on the ice and ask him to rein in his his strength so he can be, you know, a little bit better defensively. He's an offensive defenseman. He's good with the puck. He's going to be productive on the power play. You you can't go out him and say, "Well, you know what? Don't make a play. Don't, don't try to make a play. Because it, it it might not work. Just think defense first. You, you, I mean, of course, there are times he has to think defense first and defend. But when he has the puck, I think you've got to kind of let him play with freedom and creativity and turn him loose a little bit. And I just wonder how high Bouchard can go this coming season when it comes to points. He wound up with eight goals and 40 points last season. So basically half a point per game. He played all 82 games. He had 13 points uh, on the power play. And he became the guy on the power play after Tyson Berry was traded to Nashville. So he had 21 games as the primary point man on the power play, and he got eight points. So if he, he had 13 power play points on the season, but eight in a quarter season after he became the main guy. So you can extrapolate this, if that's the right word, and that would give him 32 power play points on the season. He had 27 even strength points last year. If he matches that, that's a 59-point season. I mean, if he can get to 60 points, that's quite good from uh, a defenseman. So I think, I am, anyway, pretty optimistic about what Bouchard can do. I think playing with Ekholm for another season is going to be really helpful. And we know the Oilers' power play is really, really dangerous, to say the least. Like, just keep this in mind. Uh, last year, 32.4%, best power play percentage ever since they started formally keeping the stat in 77. And this this is likely going to be a historic five-year run for the Oilers. Because remember, going back to the 2019-2020 season, that wound up being a little bit abbreviated, 29.5%. They came back the next year, 27.6%. In 21-22, 26%. And then last year, 32.4%. And I I asked, I I found the email I got from the NHL October 12th of last year. Um, I I said, what's sort of the, is there a record here? And I'd done some searching myself, but sometimes with the NHL stats, you know, they're pretty pretty good at getting back to you. And I was just saying, hey, I just want to make sure that the stat I got is correct. Um, So uh, only once since... 77 78 when the NHL started actually tracking power plays has a team had five consecutive seasons of over 25 percent and that was the Oilers from 81 to 86 Calgary did it four times from 86 to 90 and then uh, the Islanders in the early 80s the Canadians in the late 70s did it three times and now you got this current Oilers team that has done it four times so when we say the Oilers power play is historic That's not exaggeration. That's not a hometown bias. It's 100% correct. This is a historic power play, and now Bouchard is part of it. And then let's face it, he also put up over a point a game in the playoffs, a combination of power play and even strength. So, look, I I remember writing a post for 630shed.com coming out of the year in which the Oilers had a 29.5% power play saying they will be over 30% this coming season. That was my prediction. I was wrong. But they did finally get there last year, and they exceeded it relatively comfortably at 32.4%. I, I, Again, I don't think it's ever the wrong – I'll call it again. I'm saying they're over 30% again this year. With Bouchard there the whole season, dry, like, like are Drysdale and McDavid even at their peaks yet? I, I'm not sure that they are. I think they're getting there. I think they're getting into their peak years. Of course, Nugent Hopkins, you know, if Hyman's still the net front guy – it's going to be a pretty deadly power play. I think it's going to be ultimately better with Bouchard than it was with Barry. So, <clears throat> I've, pardon me. Again, I think it's over 30% again. Anyway, just some uh, thoughts there in the wake of Bouchard signing last week. 780-496-0063. It's Inside Sports. On-
0: I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. Side Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's
1: precedent-setting injury lawyers. All right, appreciate you tuning in tonight. Blue Jays trailing Washington 2-1 in the bottom of the fourth. We'll keep an eye on uh, that game for you. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Talking some Oilers power play tonight. Getting you ready for the Labor Day Classic. Fun build-up to this game, especially with the Oaks looking a little bit better and just a game behind Calgary in the standings. And it's uh, very hot. I, I got the temperature at 32. Would you have a little thermometer in there, Kellen? you uh, still have I, that in there?
0: I don't, but we I have access to, have to all of a, our outdoor a, stuff. I
1: thought they used to have a little button in there. Yeah. And, and we have... So we
0: On the old board there was. Oh, it was on the the old
1: board because we used to have, so there would be a practicum student from Nate or something like that. And we would send, for for them to learn about broadcasting, their shift would be they would stand on the roof of the building all day with a thermometer Mm -hmm. that was like connected with a cord. To the button in the control room, and then you, you could press the button and see what the thermometer displayed. Yeah, and I was here I the last. But I, but I don't know if <laughs> we have a practicum student right now that can do that. Well, hopefully, we're getting somebody in the fall.
0: You know what happened is I was here the last time that we we did that, and he got hit by lightning, and then uh, you know.
1: Yeah, we were using a metal thermometer, which wasn't good. Yeah, I should have used a plastic one.
0: Had to, in air quotes, dispose of him <laughs> well, afterwards. That, so. got,
1: that got dark in a hurry. It did. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, so anyway, I, well, I asked people, it's so hot, fill in the blanks. I I printed up some it's so hot jokes because I couldn't think of any myself. Uh, it's so hot, all chocolate is hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. It's so hot, granny farted just to get a little breeze. Oh. Wow! Speaking of wow, speaking of saucy, wow, uh, of saucy, wow. Mm. that's uh, that's uh, Fifty Shades of Brown right there. All right, seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. What do we have coming in on that?
0: Well, it's so hot, I got my own fan tonight in here, and not a you know rah rah fan. It's an actual fan. But there we go. Uh, Murder flames guy texts in and says, "It's so hot, I saw a funeral procession pull through a Dairy Queen." <laughs> that's pretty good. That's Why pretty not, good. right? Yeah. Yeah,
1: a little dark, but that's okay.
0: Yeah, robbed uh, over in the park. Uh, Well, actually, he says he's in Sherwood Park, Sherwood Park. So there's the double of Sherwood Park, I guess. So Uh,
1: Sherwood Park has a park named Sherwood? I didn't know that. uh, How did I never know that?
0: I think there's a error on the text message as it came in because it says Rob Rob out in Sherwood Park Sherwood Park. So I I think he's oh, or he's I, that he no I think that happy about being in Sherwood Park. I think he's his handle got combined
1: boy. anyway. <laughs> so life's a park when you live in Sherwood Park. Yes,
0: there we go. Uh, it's so hot I could barely pick up the cell phone to text you because it was ready to shut off from the heat on the dash of my vehicle. Well, that explains it. His cell cell phone is melting. Yeah, in his, his ass. cell
1: phone is actually suffering a meltdown. <sighs>
0: And we got Dan texting it. He said, "It's so hot, I had to remove my canned ham T-shirt while fishing." Yes, don't, it's it's not a sleeves day ever, uh, today. Uh, yes, yeah, it's, uh,
1: it's not to take off the can. Well, we will give out a canned ham T-shirt to our best submission, Kellen. So save uh, save some of these as we go along. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Your uh, "It's so hot" line. Fill in the blanks. How oh, do I have any others I want to read here? Some of the, some of these ones I printed up. They're actually not that good. Mm. Uh, it's so hot. Okay, if you, get, you have to pay attention to this one, everybody. Okay. Okay? It's so hot in the Apple store because they have no windows.
0: I see what you did there.
1: This, I, didn't, I didn't write any of these. <laughs> it's so hot in the Apple store because they have no windows. Some computer person's like, that's the best joke ever.
0: Uh, Derek Scott, uh, our uh, intrepid afternoons technical producer, just tex- texted me and said, it's so hot, the ice district is now a public swimming pool. <laughs>
1: that's, I, I, I should have expected some ice district comments, yes. <laughs> it's so hot, the ice district is now the pool district. Yes. That would be pretty good. Uh, what else? It's so hot, my campfire lit itself. I oh, know, that's kind of lame. Yeah. It's so hot outside, I just saw two hobbits throw a ring off my roof. No, you gotta know stuff about stuff to get yeah, to that
0: one. I, I kind of get that. Sure.
1: I, I think I kind of get it because I, I I know it's not good to explain jokes, but I think I have to confirm that I got it. Did not the hobbits want to take the ring in Lord of the Rings to the big volcano <laughs> to throw it in? Is that was that the story? I believe I so. I know yeah. I saw the movies, but I can't remember.
0: Uh, I got a quick one here from Cowtown Bob. He says it's Cowtown so,
1: Bob. Cowtown Bob. He says Bob. it's. Hey, so, hang on, hang on, Cowtown Bob. My precious. To tie it back to Lord of the Rings.
0: Ah, okay. Uh, it's so hot outside that my microwave oven is feeling neglected. It's
1: <laughs> okay. That was that's that's pretty good. It's got a layer of cheese on it, but it's not bad. All right, we'll uh, we'll dabble with these as we go along tonight. It's so hot that. Is it as hot as the Oilers' power play? Again, last four years, 29.5%, 27.6%, 26%, and then 32.4%. I think they're going to be over uh, 30% again this season. I know we also have some messages coming in on the Oilers, on the Elks, on Labor Day. We'll sprinkle some of those into the show as well, and we'll get some Labor Day memories. I always love talking to this guy, very well-spoken, good storyteller, Tom Higgins, coming up. Inside Sports on 630 Chet.